You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome. Hey guys. Hey, hey. What's up? What's up? Welcome back to another episode. This is your girl Jenny Shade. And we have a special guest. Do indeed. Bumi Jennifer. Bumi. Hi. Hey. How's it going? Welcome to <laughs> Finally, you're here. Yeah. You know, this is this is this is our OG, you know. Like she's been listening for time. Oh, yeah. Guys, you know, I'm a big fan. <laughs> oh, thanks, girl. You no love problem. to see it. Yeah, welcome. So, Thank you so much for coming on. No problem, no problem. Happy to be here. <laughs> so do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a bit about what you do, who you are. Okay, so like I said, my name is Bumi. I am a current BPTC student, so that's short for the Bar Professional Training Course. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going to say you have to break that down for some of us, but I have no clue what that means. Um, so yeah, I'm currently training to become a barrister, so I'm in my final year and I will be qualified... Um, within a few months. Woohoo! Um, yeah, so... Soon to be barrister. Ima- imagine, I have, I will <laughs> soon have a best friend as a barrister. That's like, no everyone can say that. Hey. So, that's lit. <laughs> Your price is going to not be no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, boy can come and be like, hey, babe, we're going <laughs> to come and meet you. Uh, uh, no, 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 exactly. No, no, no. Life has just gone up, babe. Thank you, as always. <laughs> as always. Um, so, yeah, um... I currently work in a barrister's chambers full-time while studying part-time. Mm-hmm. On the side as well, I run a fashion law blog called the Fashion Law Chronicles. Um, okay. It basically blogs on the legal and business side of fashion. Mm-hmm. So um, we've done a few blog posts worldwide we were in the UK Blog Awards back in 2017. Wow, well done. We had a first event in 2000. 18. So yeah, at the moment we're on a bit of a break okay. until you know I finish my yeah. bar course and then we're going to be back on full course. Um, yeah, so that's a bit about me. That's different. Nice. So fashion and legal yeah. stuff. So how how did the two? Just tell us a bit about how the two relate. Um, you don't typically think of fashion when you think of legal. Yeah. So. Fashion law is actually a legal area in the States. It is really, really big there. Mm. Not so much here. So it was literally, I went to a networking event and then they were talking about it. I spoke to one of the organisers and she was saying like, yeah, like you should really like explore that avenue um, since it's not really big here. So I did a bit of research that it's literally just about intellectual property. So copyright, trademarking, employment law, contracts. Um, So all within like, the fashion all world uh fashion world basically so yeah i think that's really useful because you know when people want to start off a fashion law not fashion law a fashion brand they yeah. don't really think too much about the law side of things and the legal side yeah that they do have to take into consideration so having having someone who's an expert in that is really useful yeah um so yeah and it's also quite a niche area yeah. you don't really hear about it too much yeah exactly that's it's very very things. very small i mean there's a few uh law firms that do specialize in like fashion and luxury 
mm. low. Um, it's not very big as well. I think London College of Fashion some years ago did a fashion law course during Easter mm. just to give it like a trial run. Nice. Um, so yeah, it's still quite a hidden area of law. Yeah. Sort of thing. So yeah. That's cool. And you said you are working yeah. and studying at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Now I know the hideous hours that you do. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for people you work as a lawyer, right? Uh no, so I'm not a qualified lawyer just yet. Right. So I'm training mm-hmm. to become Oh, so are you on a training contract? Um so training contracts for solicitors. I'm doing like the barrister side ah, of it. So as you can tell, my knowledge is very limited. <laughs> no, no, it's fine, it's fine. It is like quite complicated mm. sort of thing. Um so I study part-time on the weekend every two, two weeks on a Saturday or Sunday. Ah. And then Monday to Friday from 9 to 5.30, I work full-time within admin at a law firm. Right, um, right. So, yeah, I could be basically doing a seven-day working week. Oh, my mm. goodness. Plus studying. Yeah. Which, so, I, I salute you definitely because <laughs> I, I know the hours you do and I know it's not easy. Yeah, and, yeah. But it just shows how you know, how great your passion is and you've always wanted to be a lawyer. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've always wanted to be a lawyer. So seeing you, seeing you follow that through mm. is amazing. And, and seeing you also juggle both of them at the same time, it's also quite a great thing to see as well. So I think that this kind of flows nicely into our topic for today. Yes. And, you know, into how to, well, two things, how to juggle both like your mm. nine to five and let's say a side hustle but then also being an entrepreneur I mean I think as we all have we've seen a lot on Twitter on social media everyone's trying to like do their own thing which is amazing um, but there's also been you know some talk about whether a nine to five is less than being an entrepreneur mm. and working for yourself so what are you guys thoughts about this? Okay, so when we found a tweet, actually, um, that I think we should kind of read out and then mm. start a discussion based on that and then kind of go from there. Yeah. So someone tweeted, I find that creative professionals look down on corporate f- professionals like we have no depth and personality. And that's why we are stuck behind d- a desk job. Meanwhile, studies show people who go into the performing arts suffer from an external locus of identity. Ooh, okay. That's quite, that's quite interesting though because I thought it would be the other way around. So I thought corporates would look down on creatives because maybe they feel like they're not making as much money as them. Do you know what? I think, honestly, I think it's a bit of both. Mm. There's pros and cons to, to both things. The corporate side, like the corporate people, they might feel like creative people, they don't have a sense of way. They don't know what they want to yeah. do. Yeah. So that's why they just want to do their own yeah. thing. Whereas the creative people, they might feel like... And, by the way, this is just a generalization. I don't mean that every single creative or corporate person thinks like this. But um, creative people, they might feel like someone who's working in a corporate or just a general nine to five. They just, you know, they were forced into it. There's no other option, basically. And this is something that, you know, for me, it's a, it's a pet peeve of mine. Mm. It's, honestly, it's a real pet peeve because I thought... If somebody wants to do a nine to five and it's generally their passion, they shouldn't be ridiculed for that. Yeah. Because 
at the end of the day, it's something that they study for. for. For me, for example, I studied to become an occupational therapist. I had to go to university for it. Yes, it's a nine to five, but I enjoy my job. Yeah. yeah. I enjoy it. And not everyone <laughs> wants to have a side hustle. I think not everyone. I yeah. think it's it's in trend now that oh, you've got to have a side hustle. How many businesses are you doing on the side? But it's not by force. It's it's not, not. everyone desires to have a side hustle. Remember when Steph London, oh, I don't even like saying her name because I really don't like how she thinks. Her mm. as a person, she seems okay, but I think she's very obnoxious and ignorant. She tweeted something like, oh, those people that have nine to fives have no ambition. You guys are just, um, you're lazy. You're not working hard enough. You're not working hard like us. Something like that. I think there's a lot of... I was even going to say something. I'm not going to say that. I think there's a lot of glorification in terms of everyone wants to be their own boss. Yeah. There's something about not having someone boss you around being your own person. And I think that's kind of like the bandwagon everyone's jumped on. Like no one wants to be bossed around. Nobody wants to be ordered around to do stuff. Everyone wants to do stuff on their time. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think the whole entrepreneurial thing, I think, that's what spurs people on. Yeah. At the same time, I won't lie and say corporate people haven't looked down on creatives. Yeah. Like there was a time maybe a few years back where if you weren't in the nine to five or if you weren't in a traditional career role, then you were literally seen as, you know, doing nothing in life. Mm. At the same time, I think it's kind of reversed now. So creatives are the big thing. Mm. Um, owning a business. Yeah. You know, if you own a business, then you're seen to be someone who's worthy. Yeah. Mm. And talented sort of thing. Who's got money. Basically, who's, yeah. You know, who, who you're can your live own lavish say, time. Yeah, yeah, you're your own person yeah. sort of thing. Um, at the same time, I think these people also forget in order to even be an entrepreneur I feel like there's some sort of you have to have experienced um being under somebody else yeah and I always say this like somebody you have to to be a leader you have to be shown how to lead Mm. and the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you yourself are led by someone else yeah Um, so I think a lot of people forget that yeah and then I always and then I also feel like if everyone is an employer Who's who's going to be the employee? Yeah, yeah. If everyone wants to be their own boss and you know manage people and be a leader and be the CEO, who is going to work for you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, you, everyone needs people that is going to help to support their business, their hustle, whatever they're doing. But if all of us are, is that person, how who, who's going to work yeah. for us? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I totally agree with that, and I also think at the end of the day, both whether you're creative or whether you work a nine to five, they're both going to make you money, mm. right? Providing you work hard for it. Yeah. However, you, you need to figure out what works best for you. Not everyone can be an entrepreneur. Mm. Not everyone can work under that pressure. Mm. Being an entrepreneur, people glamorize it, but they're back at home just trying to figure out what to do. There's businesses that are failing every minute and you really have to be in a certain mind space to be able to deal with that. Just like working in a nine to five, depending on where you work, you re- you have to have that skill set. So I can't say that one is easier than the other. But what I will say is you have to do what you are good at and what works well for you. Yeah. Otherwise, it, I, I don't see it working out unless you're able to, to learn on a job. And not everyone has the resources to just come out there 
and just be an entrepreneur, we're not all fortunate. We're not all Kylie Jenner's, yeah. you know, where we can just go yeah. out there. Oh, mommy, I just want, I want to start a lip kit. Yeah. We can't do that. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. we really have to save up and work for it. Yeah. So I think this whole debate about whether one is better than the other or if you work a nine to five, you don't have dreams, you don't have ambition. Listen, maybe my ambition is to be a director of a company exactly. or a partner. You know, okay? and, to do yeah. that, <laughs> and to do that, you have to work your way up, right? You, do. you exactly. can't just start a, a company as an admin or as a, I don't know, assistant manager and then just one day wake up and you're director. Exactly. You're going to have to work under someone's leadership. You're going to have to be managed before you can work your way up. Exactly. exactly. And yeah, also, yeah. I feel like in a nine-to-five, there's so many skills that we learn. Like, mm-hmm. you, when someone's managing you, you they you, you can kind of learn a lot about yourself that you wouldn't learn just on your own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, for example, with me, my team is really small, so it's just my manager and I. And when she gives me feedback, and when she says, actually, Shada, you could do things in a different way or you could do things in this way, it's because she's observed how I work Mm -hmm. and she can tell me this would work better. And I'm actually learning that, okay, maybe, yes, I do need to change my language when I'm responding to emails or I do need to, I don't know, be more focused or improve my accuracy. And these are all things that one day, if I do want to become um, an entrepreneur, since that's the cool thing to do, I can take all these skills that I've learned and actually apply that to my business. Yeah. So I really do think that having a nine to five comes with great, great, great advantages. Yeah. And the skills are transferable. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But then when you're working for yourself, you're not always able to self-evaluate and be self-critical. Yeah. So you may not be able to say, actually, I didn't do this today. Um, I, did, I didn't do this well today. What should I improve on the next day? Whereas if someone is, that's why mentorship is so important because when you have someone that you're kind of accountable to and they can be really honest and critical about how you're performing how you're doing then you're able to improve that for the you know the next Mm -hmm. time yeah yeah so i think there's advantages yeah quick question so this is i i'm all for you know doing what you you need to do and doing what you're good at Mm. however i will say having a nine to five yes you can work your way up but do you feel like there's any, at any point, like where you're limited as to how much maybe you could earn? Because I think that's probably where people are, you know, getting all this comparison and one is better than the other in terms of like how much you can earn. Yes, you can work your way up, but in terms of like financial freedom and, or having that passive income, will you find that in a, a nine to five? Or will you find that in a business that you create or you're a part of? Mm. I think <clears throat> talking in terms of being like I'm training to be a lawyer, by basically, and I know everyone is out there thinking you know lawyers get really paid like really really well and everything. I think generally speaking, in terms of being a barrister now, because when you're a barrister, you're self-employed. Mm. You don't really right. work. Okay, for that's, somebody, that's, that's yes. Really good to hear because I don't think many people know that. No, as a barrister, you're self-employed. So about eighty-four percent of barristers are self-employed, mm-hmm. and you have the remaining who are in the employed bar. So they'll work for the local government. Oh. They'll work for a law firm. They'll work for um, a company, for example, like Sainsbury's, like working in-house as a lawyer. Oh. Yeah. Um. So you have that as well. Yeah. So, but like I said, a lot of barristers are actually self-employed. So in terms of month to month, they won't have the same amount of money coming in every month. It varies. 
I think just on experience and speaking to barristers, you can make a lot of money. Mm. Yes, it's going to take some time and work, but I think based on the people I've spoken to, being a barrister versus being an entrepreneur is where it's at. Mm. You're self-employed. I feel like that's what I said. I feel like not everyone does their research into what a nine-to-five classifies as. Right. People just think it's a desk job. It's just I just come in, sit at my computer and type all day and go home Home, and repeat it for the next year and a half. Exactly. And that's what, what, you know, (laughs) as a barrister, you're you're not, it's not really like a nine-to-five. You're self-employed. So you do have the flexibility to go on holiday when you want to take the kids out, go to luxury places buy what you want but at the same time you are going to you know put in that work yeah so I think in that respect I think just generally I think I mean if you're able to do both to be a barrister and have your own business fair enough but I think yeah I would prefer at the moment to carry on with the route I'm at Mm. and then if I so wish then you know, I can take my passion yeah. and set it up as a business. Yeah. I mean, the reason why I mentioned that is because I'm just thinking about the people who are working a nine-to-five. I say nine-to-five very loosely because I know it's not always a nine-to-five and it really just depends on what you're doing. Mm-hmm. But um, for people who are working more structured jobs and they do enjoy it, but they feel like the thing that's lacking is that financial freedom or they want to increase their pay and maybe there's only a certain level that they can get Mm. up to you what what would that person do like what if if the person wants to turn into entrepreneurship is that such a a bad thing to, to think actually I do like my job but do I see myself working under someone for the next five years next 10 years and earning the similar sort of salary and not being able to move up as much if you see yourself progressing on more than a typical nine to five then by all means go and be an entrepreneur don't let you know your nine to five hold you down if you see yourself getting to um, an actual financial grade or you want more things in life be an entrepreneur what I would say don't just be an entrepreneur for the sake of financial gain Mm. find out what you're actually good at what your passion is what do you want to use the finance for not just okay I want to use the finance to lavish my life fair enough like I'm not saying that's wrong at all but I mean everyone yeah but you know do find a passion do find what you're good at do find a gap in the market, for example, and create your stamp in that market. Because mm. I feel like a lot of people just set up businesses for the sake of setting just, up yeah. businesses. <laughs> <laughs> they, they just want the money. But I feel like if money is your main motivation... Mm. it's only going to last you so long. Yeah. It's not yeah. sustainable. Yeah. You have yeah. to be passionate about it because starting a business and doing any sort of side hustle is hard work. It's not like you know, a nine to five where things are already in place and you're kind of told what to do and you're given a direction. With a nine to five, you have to create that direction for yourself. So, so, so Jen, your question was about whether when you get to a certain level. Yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to see it. Are you like kind of capped maybe? Yeah. Cause I think that's what I've been seeing a lot on social media. Like, okay, we get it. Nine to five is amazing for, security and you can progress but at some point 
if you want to move up higher, mm. are you limited? And I suppose it depends on where you work and also it depends on you as well if you're actively seeking other opportunities in that field exactly. because you really have to do your research. Yeah. yeah. Even for me, working as an occupational therapist, it's not just hospitals that yeah. we work yeah. in. We work in companies, we work in schools. Like, you have to do your research and be actively searching for other places that you can fit yourself in. Exactly, yeah. and that's and what I was going to say because with the whole career thing and how far you can take your career it's totally down to you as an individual you have to be proactive in searching for those opportunities so like for example I work as an L&D consultant learning and development consultant for those of you that may not be familiar with the term mm -hmm. and I'm currently doing my CIPD mm -hmm. which is a professional qualification so that I can become more accredited in the area that I'm in and that's so that I can level up in my career and so that I can move to the next level yeah. without having anything limiting me so again it's really about how how much you want it if you want to become a director one day if you want to become a partner then you have to, no one's going to make it happen for you as far as the company's concerned they're happy paying your 30 40k because that's cheap for them yeah. your cheap labor yeah. type yeah. thing <laughs> I mean not in all jobs like that yeah you know when you think about it like that you'll think hmm, actually do you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna apply for this promotion I'm actually gonna increase my salary like I have to but yeah I just feel like you, you have to be proactive. Look at the opportunities, seek out opportunities, ask your manager, ask your colleague, colleagues, how do I do this? How do I do that? Get a mentor as well, a work yeah, mentor, yeah. someone who is like senior, really senior, who can bring you up there because they, they want you to do well, but you have to want it for yourself yeah, as well. Exactly, yeah. No one is going to force you to get that promotion. No one's going to force you to seek out opportunities. Mm -hmm. Do you see what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I think how far you get, how well you do in your career really depends on you. It does. And yeah. a lot of people don't progress because they're lazy and they're just con content. Mm -hmm. And I feel like our generation, we're quite ambitious, actually, I have yeah, to say. Yeah. The older generation, I've spoken to some people who have remained on maybe a consultant or senior consultant level for the past 20 years mm -hmm. because they're okay with that. Mm -hmm. Their salary is okay. Yeah, yeah. their salary is okay. They don't want the stress of having to apply for a better role, having to go through the interview process. So they stay at that level and to them is they're fine with it. So it really depends on you. Mm, it really, yeah. really depends on how much you want it. Yeah. 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 Because you can earn, like, I know partners at these big four companies, some of them earn like a quarter of a million. Mm. Wow. Obviously, wow. you'll be heavily taxed. Yeah. <laughs> Your tax will like, yeah. cut that in half. But, you know, they earn good money. And it's a lot of sacrifice and a lot of work, but you really can do it. Yeah. And same as being an entrepreneur. Being yeah, a exactly. There's a lot of sacrifices that you have to make. Yeah. But guys, don't you feel like there's an emergence in like companies or organizations or projects that are really focusing on um, the betterment of creatives? Um, what do you mean? What do you think? So like, for example, Guap, Guap, how do you say it? Guap? Guap. Guap. Right. So we're calling that their studio, right? Yeah. For example. <laughs> I say their name right. I, know. I used to say Guap, and Jen was like, um, Shadi, I think it's Guap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so ass. So, um, like for example, with them, they purely just want to support creatives, yeah. right? That's their that's their aim, that's their ambition, which is why they even set up mm -hmm. their studio. Do you think, or don't you think rather, that there are quite a few initiatives that are the same? Yeah, definitely. Because I think there are. Mm. And I think it's just being recognised as a career. And I say, yeah, I say yeah, this exactly. because I remember, because we went to the same school, yeah. um, 
in school and probably other schools in, in general as mm. well, they put more focus on the nine to five, the traditional, the traditional nine yeah, to five yeah. jobs, yeah, and less on like arts and crafts, crafts and, and creative yeah, subjects, yeah. right? And I think now people are putting more value on people who are creators because they can see that they're actually working hard and you know they're bringing stuff to the table. Yeah. So and you need creatives. You do, and you don't only need creators in creative how do I say in creative settings I say this because even at my workplace Girl. we have hmm. art therapists you're preaching we have art therapists we have people who you know work for NHS and you know the design I don't know technical term but like design company yeah. how they um, design their website yeah. and how to make it better so being a creative doesn't mean that you have to just work in for yourself. Yeah, exactly. industry. Yeah. You can go into, you can cross over into the traditional career roles. Exactly. And, you and know, a creative can work in a nine to five. Yes. <laughs> because you, I just, the, the creatives are so important. For example, mm-hmm. marketing. A lot of people that work in recruitment just know about recruitment, how to maybe approach, Talk, get find a candidate on LinkedIn and then mm. call them and then ask them for an interview and then they they get the role. But actually, if you've noticed, obviously in our generation, social media is so much more important now mm. in how we find out about jobs, for example. Yeah. So a lot of companies are investing into marketing and um, external consultants that have that have really good skills in like marketing and creating adverts and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That's creative, yeah. You know, because they need that in order to, um, in order to keep up with everyone else. If not, they'll get left behind. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you need as as an organ as a traditional organization, whether you're a bank, whether you're a consulting firm, you actually need creatives mm-hmm. in maybe in most of your departments. Oh, really, yeah. Everywhere. Even me in learning and development. Sometimes we want to put out like adverts for our courses, or we want to. You know, there's just so many things that we need creatives for. Mm. So all of us technically fall into the creative we do. industry. We do. Yeah. yeah. So and I think, it's, it's you know, getting so much more important. You're right. Like there's so many initiatives emerging mm. to support people in creative fields. Um, and I think that's kind of what contributed to the rise in creatives and people actually coming out and proudly stating, actually, yes, I am a graphic uh, designer. Exactly. Gonna go to university to yep. study this graphic course and not feel obliged to I suppose go with what the majority. traditional route, yeah, yeah economics, yeah. Course, yeah. Math, which is absolutely law. fine if that's what you want, but not everybody wants that. But um, you've just mentioned, for example, now going to university. Oh, and studying. That's a whole other thing. That's a whole thing because I've also noticed people will go to uni, maybe go for a couple of months or for the first year, and then studying like you know graphics and these creative um subjects and then after a while it's like nah like let me drop out um and actually the university route wasn't for me let me get stuck right into you know getting a job and working as a creative so yeah like where do we go into that Mm. i think sorry Do you know what? I think what you said, it, it doesn't just apply to people who are studying a creative course. Yeah. I think it depends on whether you feel this is the right course for you. Yeah. And also, um when you when you like go into other how do I explain it? So if there's a certain jobs will need 
certain degrees and qualifications. Yeah. And if you feel like that job doesn't necessarily need that, then why why do it unless you actually enjoy it? Okay, yeah. You, for example, you had to study law, law, law yeah, 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 to get to where you are going to get yeah. to. I had to study my degree. You might have had to study your degree. Not everybody has to have that same sort of route. Um, so I think it really does depend. Um, I wouldn't say that the person is quitting early or because yeah. it, it, it just depends on you. Um, but what I will say is university is expensive. Mm. So don't go and do something that you know that you're not going to carry out after you yeah. Yeah. finish. Because so, okay. it's just a total people, waste. Yeah, a lot of people go to university maybe just because of their parents, yeah. just so that their parents, because Nigeria, I, I feel like it, it's getting a bit better, but traditionally Nigerian parents don't, can't fathom what graphics or fathom photography. They're just, they they don't, don't see it as a proper yeah. career, even mm. though now it really is becoming a proper career. Unless writer, unless, unless it's bringing in money to that house. house. That's what they were yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like a lot of people go to uni just to please their parents, yeah. which is quite unfortunate. But, you know, hopefully with episodes like this, people become more empowered to actually do what they want Want to to do do. yeah Yeah. do you know what I mean um because even for like for me I did psychology I didn't necessarily need to go to university to and I didn't so okay so I did psychology and with psychology psychology is a very broad topic Mm -hmm. so I didn't actually have to go to uni technically to do my role now Mm -hmm. I really could have learned on the job or do you know do you know what I mean yeah yeah so yeah there's it's up to you really what what you find value in yeah so Mm -hmm. just kind of do what you feel you need to do and not what everybody else wants you to do. That's true. That's, yeah. what, that's what I would say. Um, but yeah, I would I would say that a lot of people are being more courageous with their passion and yeah, what they want to do. Good. So that's really good. I just wanted to read out this tweet, which kind of triggered me. I don't know if it'll trigger you guys as well. But it says, chasing a dream comes with greater risk, which we are willing to accept. I could go and get a job whenever I want for security it takes a lot to look past it and do what you feel. Okay. Do you agree with that? For me, I totally disagree with it because Real it took. Can you just read the question again? So it done? basically it says it's trying to say that if you chase a dream, yeah. So take going on that um, entrepreneur route, you're taking a greater risk as opposed to working a nine to five or in a corporate setting, sort of thing. So for me. I totally disagree with it because I feel like I can't, for example, for you, Bumi, I can't oh, come, yeah. I can't do what you are doing yeah. because I might not have the passion for it, but also it's a lot of work. You know, you you are currently taking a greater risk by working and studying at the same time. I'm taking a big financial risk. Fi- fina- mm. financial, financial risk yeah. as well. Let's, my let's course talk about that. is 20 grand. Oh my goodness. So that's... Do you a, get a loan for that? Um, I Well, that's one of the reasons why I work full-time. Right. So oh I got a bit of a loan from the government. The rest I pay off myself every month. Yeah. That's a big financial risk for me. Um, because for those who don't know, just because you end up with a barrister qualification doesn't mean you'll be able to practice at the bar you still need to get pupillage and your practice certificate yeah um and for those who know the bar just like for those who know the bar isn't that simple you may qualify 
um, but doesn't mean you'll ever be able to practice. You've got about a minimum, I think, no, you've got maximum five years mm. to get a pupillage so you can practice after you get called. So I'm taking an even greater risk financially and just mentally as well, because I do, at the back of my mind, know that there is a potential that I'll never be able to practice at the bar. So I have to start is that thinking. because of the competition? Um, yeah, competition is fierce. Right. So I need to now, I've already started looking at backup careers. Mm. Have um, faith, girl, you can do it. I, I know, well, you but... See, you, say, you say backup careers. You see the, these backup careers that you're looking into. Yeah. Is it something that you feel like you could be passionate about or is it literally just like, listen, if this Not, doesn't work out, let me just do that. It's something that I can be passionate about. I would say that the one thing that I'm trying to get passionate about is literally commercial practice because at the end of the day I still need to have common sense that commercial law is where the money is at as well mm. so at the back of my mind I'm also thinking about financially as well yes I've got my main passions but then financially as well um for a bit maybe I'll get into commercial practice for a bit and would you have have to have done your barrister practice and barrister studying now to do commercial law um, with commercial law, it, now it's a bit of a flexibility. Mm. So different careers. So you could have a qualification in accounting and get into commercial law. Right. Um, but for the most part of it, you do have to have like some sort of legal background. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've kind of, you know, st started thinking of backup careers. How can mm. I use my qualifications yeah. mm -hmm. to get into other careers? Because there is that, that chance that I'll never be able to practice at the bar. Wow. So I feel like that person that tweeted that, like, I just don't agree with that. I feel like they, they're they so focused. Again? I think They're so focused on this entrepreneurial um, dream mm. that they've forgotten exactly what it how people even get to a nine-to-five job anyways exactly the sacrifices yeah then. Qualif even education is a sacrifice yeah yeah it's a risk yeah people don't people just think oh because we go to education it's free yeah it's you not. know it's fine and it's Uni secure like, it's, how many yeah. people have studied a job um, as, sorry, I studied a specific course and are not in that area. Right, and it's so not to, it, exactly, and it's not because they don't want to. A lot of the time, it's not because they don't want to. Yeah, it's because the competition is tough. tough. It yeah. is. Yeah. I was applying for graduate jobs for ages, doing all those interviews, all the um, numerical reasoning tests, and did not get a single offer. Yeah. So it's tough. Like the competition is tough out there because everyone wants the same thing. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. But let me see that tweet. Let me see if I can... Have you sent it? Yeah. So I can open it up. But yeah, I think it's just really ignorant. I think that's the only way I can describe it. It's very ignorant because this person clearly just doesn't... He's... He or she is very one one-sided in yeah. their views yeah. and doesn't understand that, you know, other careers also have their own sacrifices Persons, and risk yeah. and, you know, yeah. trials and tribulations. Yeah. And, you know, even my friends, I'm, I'm lucky to have um, a friendship group where we're also diverse in, you know, what we want to do in life. Like mm. we've got someone for me, um, aspiring lawyer, we've got... Um, graphic designer we've got singers we've got someone who's working in accountants so we've got quite a broad range of um careers and i think that's really helped us understand or helped me should i say understand what everybody has to go through the struggles everyone has yeah. to go through so there's no there's no point in comparing because 
we're all on different paths. Yeah. But what we do know, what we do share is that common factor of this might not be easy. Yeah. But in order to get to where we want to get to, we have to work hard. We can't we can't just sell through this smoothly. Exactly. Any yeah. career. Exactly. Any kind yeah. of career. So and I think this tweet is quite bias because he's saying chasing a dream comes with greater risks so that means he's really suggesting that only entrepreneurship comes with chasing a dream like how me maybe wanting to become a learning and development director that could be a dream I'm chasing too Mm. but it seems here that this person is talking from only you know chasing a side hustle dream But but how do you know all our dreams are to be to own our own business my dream could to be become a partner exactly yeah. so yeah, yeah I, I don't really agree with how I think it's just quite ignorant. it is yeah, yeah. No. he's saying oh yeah I could go and get a job whenever I want for the security okay but no you can't get a job whenever you want okay but then even what kind of job though because he you could go and get a cleaning job and exactly. the security, but that cleaning job is not going to be as good as a consulting or banker or, do you know what I mean? There's levels to but this. But then even then, I could get a job anytime. I feel like, again, people don't realise the steps to even getting a job. It's not you easy. You were speaking about this the other day. Yeah. You were speaking about this the other day. Remember, it's, I think back in the day, all you could do was handing your CV and, and that's, that's it. it. Now yeah. you have to write a, what's a cover support? letter. Cover letter. Cover letter. Yeah. Support <laughs> statement for some of us yeah. as well. It's so, it's so long. Bruh. So it's not just a click of a finger <laughs> and, and be like, the oh, job. I've got the job. Exactly. exactly. Interviews. Like Interviews the alone. Interviews alone. So my friend was telling me that she was speaking to a recruiter who said that he had, at that point, he had 4,000 CVs in his wow. inbox. 4,000. Oh Guys, the competition is Fierce. It's not that easy to get a job. The way wow. people speak about getting a job, like you just one click apply and they call you the next day. Oh yeah, you could start tomorrow. No. It's not that easy at all. Like no. it also requires work. Yes. It also yeah. requires interview prep alone. You I know. remember how I was nowadays they ask me to do presentations and stuff in interviews. Wow. <laughs> it's no longer, oh, just why do you want the job? How do you deal with a difficult situation? No. No, wow. no I had, actually I had, have um, to prepare. I had to do the work. Panel interview where, because I, you know, I work in a hospital, but one of our patients, shall I say, was part of that panel, and they were asking me questions. It was so daunting. Let me tell you, I was like, "What kind of interview is this? Why can't I just have a normal interview where there's just one person in front of me?" But no, I had four people in front of me, and it was so daunting. But it kind of goes to show you that the competition is high, like you guys already said, and you know, even. How do I say? Even like people who have a degree, it's not enough. You need to have experience. You can't just come and say, oh, I've got a first class in accounting and I went to a top university and, oh, I'm going to get a job. Yeah, they might look at you and be like, oh, okay, maybe, maybe. But listen, there's so many other people behind or in front of you that have the exact same thing. Yeah. So... How can you make no one is guaranteed to stand out. out. Yeah. Even yeah. in business, I'm seeing so many girls starting, this is just an example, starting eyelash lines, yeah. for example. Okay, yeah. How do you differentiate your eyelash line from the next girls? Exactly. Because if you've just bought, sorry to say, if you've just bought your eyelashes from AliExpress and then <laughs> expect to resell them to me, and it's because most of them do, right? Yeah. But, but there's <laughs> levels to this, like I said. I'm sorry, because I see this too much. Oh God, I didn't I'm know seeing this. they're buying yeah, like AliExpress. They package it, you know, what? Yeah. Yeah. Are you yeah. Jen, that's why yeah. I don't buy my eyelashes from any of these eyelash companies yeah. because oh most of them God. just get from AliExpress. Yeah. Wow. I'll send you the link to where I get my. I get my already sent it to me, Carl. 
Because, uh, but if I've seen that you've actually put in effort to create a brand and, you know, you've done the packaging all nice, then maybe I'll support you. Yeah. But some of them, it's just so clear that they haven't put in effort. They just want to jump on the bandwagon like everyone else. So yeah. how are you going to make yourself different? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you're starting a makeup line, how are you going to make yourself different from your competitors? Mm-hmm. If you're starting a podcast, how are you going to make yourself different? Yeah. You know? It's true. It's true. Yeah. Even in your job. How are you going to make yourself different from your yeah. colleagues? How are you going to make yourself stand out? Why would they want to choose you, Jen, as the person that they want to promote or the person yeah. that they want to, yeah. you know, be the representative for the organisation? Things like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, mate, it's a hustle, Listen, man. It's a hustle. <laughs> I was going to say, it's a hustle. This life is not easy. It's so This life is not easy, man. And people, they don't really talk about it, I feel like. Nah. I people just pretend that everything's okay. And it's not. We're all struggling. <laughs> We can all struggle together exactly. collectively. Collective struggle, yeah. I don't know why I'm laughing. I should be crying. <laughs> no, seriously, it, it is a struggle. And oh, I feel like is. even mm-hmm. before, as soon as I came out of university, all I wanted is for somebody to tell me, just tell me the truth. Like, yeah. seriously, how yeah. do I navigate this, this adult life? Because the way it's looking now isn't the way it looked when I was a little kid. I yeah. wanted to be an adult. I was like, I can't wait I to know, get I remember that. Very, very naive. Very, yeah. very, very naive. so naive. Like, if only we knew but that now, we're all just winging it. <laughs> because even, even the, the, the salary that they're stating, forget that. Take off, take off at least three grand. Yeah. <laughs> take off. Honestly, you know when they advertise a job for like 30k, for example, Mm -mm. just know you're not going to enjoy that 30k. I'll never, I always tell people this story. My first job, I was doing like a temp role. Yeah. yeah. And um, I was, so I was really excited. I calculated how much I was going to get. It wasn't even, (laughs) I think it was like £9.87 an hour. It was really bad. But obviously then, straight out of uni, I thought, yeah, that's okay. Um, So I got the job, got the salary, uh, well, calculated how much I was going to get and it was monthly. Then when the when the amount came, <laughs> I called the agency. I said, "Oh, um, I was supposed to be getting so and so, man. I think um, there's a, been a mistake." She was like, "Oh no, baby, you've been taxed." Oh, listen, because you know you, you just forget about tax. You forget that. Oh yeah, I'm actually yeah. in the real world now. Yeah. Like I'm no longer yeah. a student. I don't get those student benefits now. I'm actually going to be taxed. Yeah, I could say I cried. <laughs> Because you know when you really calculate how you're going yeah. to spend every penny yeah. of that amount, yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. sad. It's, and it's I was sorry, I wasn't getting paid monthly; I was getting paid weekly. So I felt weekly? it more, yeah, because oh. with temp jobs, yeah, yeah. you tend to get paid weekly. Yeah. Okay. So I felt it more, man. Oh. oh, yeah, not even just tax pension. Oh my days, pension and ni. <laughs> I still don't get <laughs> that ni thing. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I'm paying tax, why am I paying ni as well? I don't get it. And I'm the wrong person. I'm the wrong person to um, ask. To you, you know, I'm not. Listen, <laughs> when it comes to, you know, I don't question it. I don't. Question it. <laughs> I look at my paycheck. I leave it as it is. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's hey, the hustle is. It's, it's and, and even like being an entrepreneur, like someone who's working for yourself, you still have to pay tax. Oh yes, they, you do. You have to sort out your year, own right? accounting. But the, and I think, and then you have to then pay someone to help you do that if you're not clued up about that as well. Exactly. Yeah. But I always wonder all these girls that do like hair in their houses or make. Do they pay taxes? Uh, <laughs> do you know I don't know. I don't know. But I don't want to bring up people that do that. Like, no, because I genuinely I wonder. Know. Like, do they pay taxes? Uh, you're supposed to. Let's put it that yeah. way. Yeah, you're supposed you're, to. You're but supposed you know, to. Let's put you know it that how it works. works so. That's a, that's a whole different. A, yeah, Bobby, yeah. you're the lawyer. So. <laughs> I want to. I will say you're supposed to, but like whether in practice people do it or do, not. Yeah. yeah. 
is a whole different story. Yeah, that's what I say. Everyone's trying to We're hustle trying to collect us. every last penny of the you know, I can't really begrudge people. Yeah. But yeah, legally you're supposed to. But yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like again, that's adulthood. So Mate, we're you know, all thinking it. We're all out how to do it. it. I feel like in this generation, we're doing really, really well. Yeah. yeah. I, I won't feel like, like we are a lot yeah. more cluder yeah. than the previous generations. I do yeah. feel like yeah. we are. I feel like people want to work. Yeah. yeah. Generally, whether it's to be an entrepreneur, whether it's to have a nine to five. One thing is people want to work. People yeah. don't just want to sit around, sit around and be and given nothing. things. Yeah. The thing them. is, you can't even afford to do that because yeah. this life is just so expensive. Exactly. You actually cannot afford to just sit down and do nothing these days. Like yeah. You have to be bringing in some sort of income. Mm. Exactly. Do you yeah. guys think one sort of income is enough? No. No. I'm glad we all agree. No, 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 no. I'm no. glad we all agree. For the, yeah. Yeah. No. for the type of life I want to live, <laughs> that is not the, enough. For the type of life I want to yeah. live, one isn't enough. It's not, like no. it's just, it would be nice. Yeah. if one was, was enough. enough, but it's um, it's not. I think yeah, realistically, so, you need to kind of like, and I guess that's probably why people do start off things on the side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. kind of do you need to spread your wings and just kind of tap into different things that you are passionate about and you know you can turn into some sort of income probably passive income so it's just you know whilst I sleep exactly whilst you sleep you don't really have to do too much yeah 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 yeah. exactly yeah I mean yeah for the life I want to live I need more than one trust me I need freedom I want to be able to go to a shop and see two shirts that I love and not have to decide between them and just get both. <laughs> both of them, yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? I just want choices. I want yeah. to have choices for my family. That's actually exactly, why yeah. I want that financial freedom. Yeah. Not even to stun or to do design. Like, I don't really care about all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I just want freedom and choices. Mm. And to live I mean? comfortably as well. Exactly. Yeah. Because yeah. like you I'm not said, paycheck to paycheck. London is very expensive. Yeah. Even the you guys should come to Essex, to... man. Come to Essex and live a good life. life. I'm coming. I'm coming. Come to Essex. Let me let me just sort out, you know, what yeah, I'm doing yeah. now. And then, <laughs> I'll, I'll come and drink. Even like, like like buying a house. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Goodness. In London, it's so expensive. So people are literally forced to look outside so, yeah. to see if they yeah. can find something cheaper and everything. And it's just like, oh. Why so do you long. think the help to buy ISA for London homes is like twice the amount that they're willing yeah. to give for homes outside of London? Because they know. They it know. is really extortionate. Expensive. Yeah. Mm, and yeah. for what you get as well, you're not even getting what you're really paying for. Yeah. It's, it's just not really worth it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't. We'll get there, completely. guys. I we'll have faith. I have faith, yeah. Yes. But, um, yeah, I think this was a good discussion. I would say, just to round this off, like, for anyone who's listening, we're not trying to put one against the other. Mm. Both of them are amazing in their own right. Like, yeah. Whether you choose to work in a more structured nine-to-five setting or if you choose to work in a more flexible work for yourself, basically, as an entrepreneur. Both of them work out perfectly. But the main thing is it needs to be something that you're passionate about, that you want to do, that you're not doing for anybody else but yourself. Exactly. Um, And also both can make you money so please let's not pit against each, each other, other yeah, okay please. because I was going to start bringing out all these salaries and ugh, yeah, yeah. and no, nothing is more superior than the other we're all hustling like we said we're, we're all struggling we're struggling we're struggling listen listen 2020 
2020 is yes. the new year. Let's, we're not struggling yes, anymore. We're not struggling anymore. Yeah. That I was like in the that. past. Yeah. yeah. No more. Yeah, okay. Exactly. I like that. Well, yeah. What do we say about me? Life is for living. Life is for living and, and living, living is for life. life. <laughs> say that again for those that men on her. Life is for living and living is for life. I like that. So, I like yeah. that. Okay, so now we're going to our She's All That segment. Uh-huh. Um, so if you don't know, I'll give you a quick snippet of what it is about. So She's All That is where we just basically recognize a young boss babe, um, young or old, who is just impacting our society mm-hmm. in any way. She could have maybe started a booming business or has achieved something that is quite phenomenal really if you want to nominate yourself you can do so if you do want to nominate anyone else please do so our dms and emails are always open so yeah let's go into the shoes of that for this week okay cool so we have chosen a beautiful young lady called lala ray and she is an ex-social worker and she's also the founder of it's a bello beauty yeah right and what did you do so if she, you, just in case you don't know. So basically, it's a fellow beauty. I hope I'm saying this right. It's a brand that sells synthetic wigs, luxury synthetic wigs, by the way, and affordable mm. hair. And you know they've got quite a huge following. She's been doing really well with that. I think she was also doing both at the same time as. So when she was a social worker, she was having her own business on the side as well, which is this. Um, but yeah, the reason why we chose her is because you know she's kind of documented her journey for a long time. She's been really open about her her journey as a social worker and also as a business owner. And I think that's absolutely amazing because, you know, sometimes, especially on social media, things can look so glorified and look like, oh my gosh, this person is absolutely living their best life. And it might be in some cases, but for the most part, it's not always like that 100%. And I just love how true she's been to herself. She's just recently um, quit her job as a social worker and she's bought her house. And just watching her on that journey and how she's kind of leveled up mm. over the past couple of years is so inspiring. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and you have to be brave to you quit to. your job. Yeah. And it shows that you really believe and in what you're doing. And it was a good paying job as well. I mean, I know I work with a lot of social workers. They get paid quite a lot of money yeah. as well. So yeah. to be able to, I think she saved up. I was watching one of her videos. She saved up a good amount with like one of her friends who was a social worker as well. And yeah. kind of just decided, listen, I think it's time for me to quit this job and take on this business full-time and that's what she did and she documented everything she bought her own house amazing um so yeah i think she's super inspiring and yeah all the best to her nice and i think we kind of know knew of her like before and i think before, you said yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. i feel like the youtube world yeah <laughs> so she's been around yeah she's been around so yeah Lala Ray, you are our She's All That. Keep it up, sis. <laughs> so, yeah, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Yes. We th- hope you enjoyed it. Yes, we hope you enjoyed it and we hope you're able to relate to it as well. Mm. Um, thank you for me for, thank you for coming on. Me. Do you have any final words? words? <laughs> um, just keep grinding, people. Keep like, grinding. you know, keep grinding. Yeah. Um, whatever you want is out there you just got a hard work and whatever you do whether it's a nine-to-five or a side hustle at the end of the day people have dreams and aspirations so just go and get it yeah nice and i want to say all the best with your um 
career journey thank and you. I know you have a couple you. of months left before you are a barrister so yeah. just keep, keep hanging there okay I'm hanging, hanging there I'm, <laughs> hanging. I'm hanging I'm hanging <laughs> nice yeah all right so follow us on social media if you aren't already all things she's in a pod so that's facebook instagram twitter um and our email is hello at she's in a pod if you found this useful and if you enjoyed it then share it on your story and tag us let's see and let's create a whole siap gang to the world for real you know yes yes we want to hear your thoughts (laughs) yes any comments if you didn't agree with anything we just said or there's a particular query you have ask us dm us or tag us in any of your comments we'd love to see it and just we'd love to carry on this conversation even after this episode yeah for sure yeah all right guys catch you in two weeks weeks. see up to the world